often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well Sis podcast. I am your host, Cassandra Dunbar. I hope you guys are well. Um, Yeah, y'all, we are in December. We are in the final stretch of this year, and it's wild. I can't even, it's unfathomable that this year, like, went by. It was the fastest, slowest year for me. I don't know. Like, in a way, my mind is still stuck in March, Anyway, I hope you guys are doing good. So today's in solo episode. It's just going to be me and you. And you know, the solo episodes are usually pretty quick. So today I want to talk about plans for the coming year. But I believe if we're going to plan anything, we have to look back and review where we've come from. So let me say this um, before we even go any further. I just want to tell you that I'm super proud of you. And I know that sounds corny and, but yeah, I'm real proud of you. Um, I realize that I say, I tell my kids that I'm proud of them a lot. And I think a lot of adults just tell their kids that they're proud of their, their kids or the younger people in their lives. But we don't tell each other enough that we're proud of or each other. And I think that's important. Even though we're not kids anymore we're still human and we still require some level of reassurance that we're doing okay and that we're doing this thing right and that's in air quotes because who knows right but I'm super proud of you because this year has been a mess and you survived it you know um and I know that this year has been really difficult for the the majority of us in some way shape or form like we've had to overcome some stuff just because we've lived through as they keep saying unprecedented times so you've survived unfathomable circumstances an entire pandemic and really that's on top of the usual so you have your professional life um, stuff that cut, that came up, your personal life stuff that came up, probably things that happen in your family or as a parent. You've just had stuff that comes up with life on top of living in, in a pandemic and you've survived it. Um, you may have been dealt devastating blows and you may have experienced incredible highs as well as the lows and you've survived And this year has been a lot. And no matter what your experience, I just want to keep telling you that I'm so proud of you. And I've said it several times now, but I really mean it. And I just want you to know if nobody's told you that that they're proud of you, I'm legit proud of you. Life is hard. There is no manual or manuscript on how to do this thing. And you're doing it. And sometimes you may not even feel like you are doing it and that you probably may feel like you're just all over the damn place, right? And you don't know if you're coming or going. But every morning that you get up and you get out of bed and you put one foot in front of the other and you may go to a job that you hate or you may not have the energy to truly parent or to deal with your partner or to deal with your parents or your family or your friends and you do it. 
I'm proud of you for doing all that you can with whatever you have. So that's my little rant there. I'm proud of you. (laughs) So let's move on to what we are going to do. I want you to make a list of 10 things that you've accomplished this year. And when I say make a list, I want you to actually take pen to paper. Um, It's so part of human nature to dwell on or even magnify the negative experiences or our own shortcomings. And for that to be the narrative for that time period. So while 2020 has been shitty, okay, um, I'm confident there were some positives. So I want you to write down the 10 things that you've accomplished this year, that you're proud of yourself for this year that you set your mind to do that and you did it. And it could be something like incredible, like really, really big, or it can be small. And the small things are the things that really matter. They add up to the big things. Um, It could be that you started therapy. It could be that you made amends with somebody in your life. It could be that you've established boundaries with somebody or with something in life. Um, It could be that you've taken a leap and tried something new, tried something different. Maybe with the time that you've had being inside, um, socially distancing, tried a new hobby or you discovered a new passion. So with all that said, I want you to write down 10 things that you've done that you are proud of yourself for. And then when you complete that list, I want you to examine if there were things that that you could have expanded on, that you could have done a little bit better, that you want to explore more, just assess your list. So now that the new year is almost upon us, the pandemic has shown us that there are some things that are largely out of our control. However, there are some things that we really can control. One of the tenets of this platform is self-care. I will always... Um, preach self-care but so while our baths are great and our spa days are great that is not where self-care ends so with that said I really want us to make a plan to make self-care truly a priority for so the first thing I want us to think about is our physical health Okay, so let's take inventory of our physical health. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and you may have answers to them. You may not have answers to them and it's okay. But the first thing is, when was the last time you had a physical? And that includes like a complete CBC, chem panel. When was your last pap smear? When was your last cholesterol panel? When was your last thyroid plant panel? All of those things. So when was your last full physical from the rooter to the tutor? When was the last time you went to the dentist? If you haven't seen a doctor in a while, that's fine. So you're going to make a, a check or a, a priority or a homework assignment to yourself, I should say. You're going to make a homework assignment to yourself that you are going to make an appointment. If you have a healthcare provider, great. Make that call, make that appointment. And if you don't have a healthcare provider, it's still okay. You're going to start looking at recommendations for healthcare providers to get those things taken care of. Next question is, how are you caring for yourself on a regular basis? So are you regularly eating whole foods and balanced meals? If 
not are you taking a multivitamin? I noticed that a lot of moms are really particular about how their kids eat and whether or not their child is taking like a, a vitamin, but they don't do the same for themselves. That's just a, a side note. So how are you eating and are you taking vitamins? I am a huge proponent of taking multivitamins for a couple of reasons. Firstly, I personally believe that our foods just aren't what they used to be. They aren't nutritionally dense. They just aren't nutrient dense as they used to be. And two, um, vitamin deficiency has a huge role in our mood. So for example, uh, vitamin D deficiency is one of the most common vitamin deficiencies in the United States, right? Especially among black and brown populations. So a vitamin D deficiency, one of the um, common manifestations of vitamin D deficiency is actually a depressed mood. So in patients who have um, vitamin D deficiency and are showing um, depression, signs of depression, just correcting the deficiency dramatically improves their mood. So that is a easy fix. Um, another common vitamin deficiency is iron deficiency, especially in black women. Traditionally, um, iron deficiency goes hand in hand with like fibroids or different other gynecological, other gynecological issues which cause um, heavy menses. Um, one of the signs of iron deficiency is um, things such as anxiety, depression, poor concentration, and irritability. Another less spoken about vitamin deficiency is, or mineral deficiency, is magnesium deficiency. Um, so things that are signs and symptoms of magnesium deficiency are going to be loss of appetite, nausea, vomiting, fatigue, and weakness. And in extremer cases, it can cause numbness, tingling, muscle contractions, cramps, seizures, personality disorders or personality changes, excuse me, and abnormal heart rhythms um, and coronary artery spasms. And these are just a few examples of the role that our diet and our nutrition has on our moods. Okay, so I say all that to say, if you aren't taking a vitamin, please do. It loose back to having a physical because if you have signs and symptoms of certain things, your healthcare provider will, all, will be prompted to also order additional tests to see if you are deficient in any vitamins and nutrients. So that was number one, taking inventory of your physical health. Let's move on to number two. Number two is let's take inventory of our mental slash emotional health. This one is incredibly difficult because this year has been so challenging for most of us. Um, we've all been living in this same raggedy ass pandemic and living lives that we never imagined we would. So um, many of us are grieving loved ones in addition to collectively grieving all that's happening in our world. Just the world in general is just upside down. But I'm going to ask you to take stock of this past year anyway. So take stock of how you've been feeling in these past few weeks and months. And you can answer honestly. Um, how are you feeling? 
And when I say answer, I want you to, again, write in your journal. (laughs) So the first one is, how are you feeling? More often than not, do you feel restless or on edge? Do you feel unmotivated, hopeless, or do you have excessive guilt? Are you constantly worrying? And have you withdrawn from family or friends? And this is aside from social distancing. Like, have you stopped answering phone calls? Have you stopped reaching out to people that you normally reach out to? So are you still maintaining your relationships? So if you've answered any of these questions negatively and you aren't seeing a therapist, I'm going to advise you to start seeing one. Another major tenet of this platform is therapy. I think therapy is just it's just life-changing and I will recommend therapy to every human being. If you have a pulse, my belief is that you need therapy. I feel that we all have so much self-discovery and unlearning to do and a compatible therapist is the first step in doing so. So for me personally, a lot of my angst comes from mismanaging or suppressing my emotions And that caused me to spiral into anxiety and depression. Um, Working with a therapist has helped me to properly manage my emotions, to not reflexively suppress my emotions, and to work through whatever feelings I'm feeling so that it doesn't become anything bigger later on. Um, And I know therapy is expensive. I understand it's not cheap at all. Um, And unfortunately, it usually isn't covered by medical insurance. But there are companies such as um, BetterHelp and Talkspace that will provide professional support at an additional rate. So I will link those two um, companies in the show notes for you. Also, if you are employed um, and your company is larger, like if you work in corporate America, your employer most likely offers something called, called the EAP or Employee Assistance Program. Get that phone number of your EAP group from your HR and give them a call. EAP usually um, has a set number of therapy or counseling sessions that you can um, use for free. So find out if that service is available to you. So that way that's a start. So you may not be able to get like a, a whole year's worth of therapy, but Several sessions would be like a good start for you to um, to get on the therapy train or to get your therapy going. Also, if your job does not have EAP and let's just say your friend recommended a therapist that you'd like to give a try, you look at the therapist and they don't take your insurance. What you should do is give the therapist's office a call and see if they offer a sliding scale model. So what that means is that they offer their um, therapy to you at, if they participate, they'll offer therapy to you at a reduced rate based off of, I believe, your income. So it makes it much more affordable. Um, So those are some options for you. But if you aren't seeing a therapist, and you've been considering seeing a therapist, like this is the sign to do so. I promise you, finding a compatible therapist, it is just life-changing. Like you will get to know yourself so much better. And I believe it is just the foundation of self-care. Okay, so that was number two. Number three is I want you to assess your community. And by community, I'm not talking about, like, the physical landscape. I'm not talking about your neighborhood. I'm talking about, like, your people, your squad. So 
this one's been tricky again because of social distancing and the majority of the year we've spent away from each other but think about who you're in contact with the most so who do you speak to the most facetime the most zoom the most Um, think of those five people that are closest to you and i want you to think about and then write out how each person has shown up for you this year Okay, so it could be one thing, it could be two things, whatever, but just write out how they have shown up for you. And because relationships are two-sided, consider how you showed up for them this year too. And because we're forward-thinking, how will you strengthen those relationships in the coming years? So let's put a plan together. I'll tell my business. So one thing that I struggle with when I'm going through my stuff is I run away. I've said this before, so um, I run away meeting. I just go in my. I just don't answer phone calls unless I absolutely have to. I, I'm just not social. Um, so one thing that I am currently actively working on is being more present for my people, even though I may be going through something. So yeah, so I will show up for my people and strengthen my relationships by being more present. One thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to put phone reminders like every week or every two weeks to call so-and-so and and just to check in and see how they're doing. Because I realize that as much as I have been going through my stuff, everybody's been going through some stuff and we could all use some support. Okay, so the three things that we are doing for our assessment as a recap, we are taking inventory of our physical health. We're taking inventory of our mental and emotional health. And then we are taking inventory slash assessing our community. Bonus question is, overall, how have you shown up for yourself this year? And in what way will you impress yourself in the next few months? All these things are for you to write down. And you don't have to sit down and do it all at once. But I think it's a great exercise in writing things out and journaling. Well, that is all I have for you today. If you found this episode helpful in the slightest bit, take a screenshot while listening and add it to your IG stories and tag at bewellsis underscore podcast to share with your friends. Um, And speaking of Instagram, I love for you to DM me show ideas. So as much as I love doing this, I want to make sure that I'm providing content that is resonating with you and that you find useful so if you have any show ideas people that you want me to interview or things you want me to talk about please i answer every dm send me a dm so again on instagram i am at be well sis underscore podcast um you can also send me an email at hello at the so t-h-e be well sis dot com so hello at the be well sis dot com and you already know the drill. I say the same thing every week. <laughs> and I'm not sure if you guys just aren't feeling me like that. But please, if you are not subscribed to the show, subscribe. Um, and if you have not, please leave a five-star rating and review. But that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so glad you're here. Have a good one. Be well, sis.
Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Be Well Sis podcast. For more information on anything discussed in this episode, please see the show notes and or visit www.bewellsispodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget to do a five-star rating on Apple. Until next time, be well, sis.